want preach this morning. In that second verse, he said, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Our message today, God laid on my heart. I was laying on the doctor's table this week, and he said, Preacher said, What are you going to preach on this weekend? I said, Lord, I don't know. And just right out of the blue, I said, How soon we forget? He said, That'll work. He said, That'll be a good one. And I come home and got studying on that. How soon we forget? And the Lord said in Psalms through David, He said, Don't forget, forget not the benefits of God. And you know, sometimes we forget the benefits that God has given us, the benefits that He has taken care of our every need. And I thought several of you today, including myself, uh, it's a great benefit from God that we're even here. Amen. And to some of you young people, honey, I'm going to tell you something. You may not have noticed what God's doing for you now, but He's sparing you every day. He's giving you a chance. And you, you three that come to the Lord this past week, amen, he's giving you benefits. He's giving you a chance, amen, to be a light to a lost and dying world. And I thought, what great benefits to have a roof over our head. And we don't think that is a benefit because we've always had a roof over our head. But maybe there's people sleeping under bridges. There's people, glory to God, sleeping in the woods. They're sleep. There's people sitting here today that slept in pasteboard boxes. Amen. So we don't remember some of the benefits that God has done for us. I, I don't know what about you all, but I have been hungry. I've been until there wasn't nothing in the cupboard. There wasn't nothing in our house. And I remember having to leave out and go to my aunt and uncles. That was a benefit. I thought this morning by us having decoration here, and my aunt and uncle never had no kids, and they never got in church. They never done anything godly that I know of, and I used to... I used to quarrel at them all the time. I said, if y'all ain't going to get right, let me preach your funeral. But I thought about today that uh, our mama was in church, and there we come out and ended up as Christians, and we go decorate mama's grave or just go pass by in remembrance of what mama done. But I thought, and Butch may, but I hadn't lately, to go by ain't and uncles. But, honey, they loaded us with benefits. I went to their house when I didn't have nothing to eat. I went to their house and slept in their bed when I had no place to go. When Mama was in the hospital before Butch was born, nowhere to go. Honey, I should go by and, and just in remembrance of what they done for me. Amen. How many times down through the years has somebody lended out a helping hand to us and we forgot about it? Amen. How soon we forget. Yeah. You know, I thought, about, I thought about my heart attack, and that was the awfulest thing ever been right at the time. But the next thing you know, just as quick as I can get back on my feet, I forget about how God spared my life. And I thought, as, we, as I had this blood clot, I never thought much about you people have had a blood clot. But when a blood clot come to me, then it's real. Then it's pain at my house. So that's how we all are. I need to hurt when you all hurt. I need to rejoice when you all rejoice. We need to be close enough together to feel one another. When the brother sings from the bottom of his heart and the sister kicks in, I need to kick in with them and feel the Spirit of God. And then conviction will fall over. 
Amen. And we won't forget where we come from. Sonny, you've been in some of them places. Amen. You've been in some of them places that wasn't good. Some of them places that only the mercy of God. I remember laying flat on my belly in the boxwoods, and they're shooting through the boxwoods, and I could hear the bullets going through the boxwoods, and them were cracking as they went through. Amen. But they was going over my head. I could have been dead in hell, but God spared me. Another benefit from God. How soon I forget what God has done for me. Oh, it's a total miracle today that you got down the highway or up the highway to get to the house of the living God. God's been good to us. We don't need to forget what he's done for us. We don't need to forget. I don't know what about you all, but I was laying in a drunken stupor in the floor when the Lord saved me. Hanging around that old commode, I couldn't walk. I lost use. Honey, in terrible shape. What a benefit that I didn't die and go to hell and Jesus come by and pick me up. Glory to God and set me on the solid rock. Amen. Amen. Doctor after doctor said, Scott is a miracle. The old Chinese doctor, he put it off long as he could. He finally called one of the interns in and he said, this is a miracle. Amen. We're a miracle, glory to God, that God has spared us. We don't need to forget. We don't need to forget where we come from. Roger, you ain't always been this way. You know, when you've got sickness, you've got problems, you've got, you got several things, but you've got a hope of a glorious house in heaven, a house not built with hands, eternal in the heaven. Amen. We don't need to forget. We don't need to forget those prayers that God answered for us. I've laid in the woods and cried, and I thought there's no way out. There's no hope. And beg God, beg God, just let me quit. Let me get out of the way. And then God answer a prayer. I don't need to forget those prayers that God answered. Your children are alive today because God kept his hand on them. It ain't nothing good that we done. Honey, we're just his. We're just in his service today. Praise his holy name. Amen. I love the Lord. He's been good to me. I don't want to forget. What he's done for me. I'll cut this as short as I can so we can go eat. <laughs> Amen. We never get out at 12, so don't worry about that. 17th chapter of Luke. About the fifth verse. And the apostles said unto the Lord, Increase our faith. And the Lord said, If we had faith as a grain of mustard seed, we should say unto this sycamine tree, Be thou plucked up by the root, and be thou planted in the sea, and it should obey you. Seventh verse. By which of you, having a servant, plowing or feeding cattle, will say unto him, By and by, when he is come from the field, Go and sit down to meet. Lord, ask him a question. It's red writing. And will not rather say unto him, Make ready wherewith I may sup and gird thyself and serve me till I have eaten and drunken, and afterward then shall thou eat and drink. I hope we're getting what this is saying. I had to read it four or five times. But what he's saying, amen, we need to serve the God instead of stopping and eating ourselves. We need to serve the God instead of quitting along the way and going doing what we want to do. 
I thought about Zach. Zach struggled to try to keep us singing and keep a group. I don't know all of it, but I know some of it. But finally here, daughter says, God convicted daughter and said, I've, I've sat back long enough. I need to step up. Amen. Glory to God. We need to step up today, church. Honey, there's some people wanting to serve God and they're struggling. We need to step up and have enough power of God about us to help these people that we can stand where he'd have us to stand. We quit and we go eat right in the middle and God fixing to bless us. Hey, we just quit and go satisfy flesh when God's just fixing to bless us. Sometimes we just quit along the way because we're so discouraged and God's fixing to work a miracle in us. Oh, there's miracles in the house today. Praise His holy name. And I will not rather say unto him, Make ready the eat first. Make ready wherewith I may sup and gird thyself and serve me. And I have eaten and drunken and afterward thou shalt eat and drink. Doth he think that servant because he did the, this thing that that were commanded him, I throw not. He think he's done something great. It's his duty. It's our duty. Do we think we have done something great? He said, so likewise ye when you shall have done all these things which are commanded you, say, we are profitable servants. We have done that which was our duty to do. We are unprofitable uh, servants. So what we need to realize today is get out of our education, get out of what we know, and get out of what we've done and who we're going to see and what we're going to fix and realize without the Lord Jesus Christ be lifted up, there ain't going to be no drawing done. There ain't going to be nothing happen when we realize us preachers today have got so bigoted and high-minded, we think we have done the work. We've kept the church open. We've saved all these people and we've made all this happen. Honey, it's for the glory of God that these things happen. Uh, it ain't us that's done this thing. I need to stop what I'm doing, get out of the way, and let God work. Amen. I need to serve the house of the living God, serve the people of God. I need to serve what God wants me to do and get old Brother Bill out of the way uh, that the glory of God might shine through our community. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I've watched them get a doctor on their name and they rear right back and strut like they're somebody. I'm going to tell you they're going to stand before God just like this old teacher right here is going to stand. Amen. Just like every one of us are going to stand. I'm glad there ain't no big eyes and little U's. Uh, but the cross, glory to God, the ground is level at the foot of the cross. I'm glad Terry come the same way I come. I'm glad Josh come the same way I come. Emily, I'm glad you come the same way I, uh, that I come. There ain't no other way uh, but to bow down and call upon the name of the Lord. Uh, I say, God, I'm tired of this sinful world. I realize that I'm in sin and I realize I can't go on. I need you to come into my life. And then when I get up, I don't need to forget who come into my life. I don't need to forget who saved my soul. I don't need to forget who has done everything for me. I put a roof over my head, a clothes on my back, and joy in my heart. I say glory to God, honey. Sister, ain't it good to be baptized in the creek, amen, amen, and be able to be back in the house of the living God. God's good for her. Oh, I'm glad today. I'm glad today that the government ain't shut down our churches. Amen. I remember in Cuba and they took us on, stopped us on the street and run us in the back door. Amen. Couldn't, couldn't, couldn't carry my Bible in. I had a little note wrote down. I couldn't do a lot of things. 
in that church, but I could preach because Castro's men were sitting there to stop it. Can I tell you, if you stop it today, it's you. Amen. It ain't no government. It ain't nobody else. Amen. Glory to God. We stop the service of God. We forget how we got where we're at today. We forget who brought us where we're at today. I forget sometimes all of those old saints, amen, that struggled along the way. The last years of Price's life, he struggled. He struggled in life with sickness and troubles, amen, and died at probably 57, 58, somewhere right in there. Amen, and he struggled, glory to God. But he's basking in the sunlight of Jesus today. Honey, glory to God, I'm going to tell you, if you suffer with him, the Bible said you can reign with him. Uh, today, we don't want to suffer. We don't want to give up anything. We don't want to give up our pleasures or our feel-goods. Amen, if it feels good, do it. ain't Bible. I'm going to tell you that right now. If it feels good, a lot of times it's straight out of hell because the Word of God comes against the flesh. Amen. Let me read to you in Corinthians just a... Just a few verses. Just a few verses here in Corinthians. First Corinthians nine. First Corinthians nine and sixteen. For though I preach the gospel, I have nothing to glory of. For necessity is laid upon me. Yea, woe unto me. If I preach not the gospel, woe to me if I preach not the gospel. Paul said this. The 17th verse, he said, For if I do this thing willingly, I have a reward. But if against my will a dispensation of the gospel is committed unto me, what is my reward then? Verily that when I preach the gospel, I may make the gospel of Christ without charge that I abuse not the power of the gospel. For though I be free from all men, yet have I made myself servant unto all that I might gain the more. And unto the Jews I became as a Jew that I might gain the Jew. To them that are under the law as under the law that I might gain them that are under the law. To them that are without law or, or as without law, being not with the law to God, but under the law to Christ, that I might gain them that are without the law. To the weak became I as weak, that I might gain the weak. I am made all things to all men, that I might by all means save some. Glory to God. That's the writing of Paul. Amen. Not a greater man that I know of in the Bible than Paul and, and done uh, the majority of, of the Scripture here in in the, in the New Testament, amen, and, and the struggles and the battles that he went. But he didn't glory because he was called a priest, honey, and he said there's a reward if he'd done it willingly. Uh, we need to willingly do the will of God. We don't need to be have to be made go do this or it's a struggle to do this, honey, but we need to go because we love people, because people are dying and going to hell. Uh, there's people out there in need today, honey. Uh, the prisons are full, the hospitals are full. The nursing homes are full. Listen to me. There's people laying in the nursing home that nobody goes to see. 
There's people in prison that have not a nickel sent to them. Nobody to help them. We've talked to them. We've talked to them, brother, at River North that don't have a nickel sent to them. Nobody out there to send back to them. I'm glad for a church, glory to God, that's kept the door open for me to come back. I'm glad for a church that's kept the door open for my son to come back. Zach, I'm glad, glory to God, the doors have been kept open in a few churches for you to come back. There's a few that ain't bowed their knee to bail. Oh, there's a few that ain't give up. There's a few that ain't throwed in of the towel. Glory to God. Let's go on. I love this right here. This is where I need to go. The 11th verse in the 17th chapter of Luke. I'm just about done. Stick with me. And he said in the 11th verse, and as it came to pass, as he went to Jerusalem, that he passed through the midst of Samaria, and Galilee. And y'all know the story about the Samaritan lady at the well. And how that the Jews didn't want anything to do with the Samaritans. Because the Samaritans were kind of like our church world today. Our Samaritans were, were partially Jews and they had strangers and foreigners that come in. So they were a, a mixed multitude. So the Jews, the Pharisaical Jews, were holier than thou, and they didn't want anything to do with them. But when Jesus come through, he come through the midst of Samaria, and he came through Galilee. He came through. And the Bible said, And he entered into a certain village there, met him ten men that were lepers, which stood afar off. He don't even tell the name of the city, but he come to a small city, and he said there were ten men standing there, and they were lepers. And today I thought about, I thought about a leper, and I've just looked at pictures of lepers, but a lot of them knots come up on them, and their skin turns real white, and and they look. Some of them are almost scary looking people, and and, and then the Bible it refers leprosy to sin, and I thought about. What if sin, what if our sin showed like the leprosy of these people? Amen. See, these people, these ten men, they, they know that they had leprosy, and they stood off at a distance. I don't know how far, but we'll say from here to the back door. And they stood off back there because they were leprous, and they were, they were white, and they had knots on them, and they were in torment. They were being eaten up with sin. But today we come in with sin, amen, and we can sit down in the congregation and seemingly nobody can tell the difference. They think that we can hide our sin. These ten fellows knew they couldn't hide theirs. They knew they couldn't hide their leprosy. It was standing out great. And I'm going to tell you something else. Every one of these fellows with leprosy, and we'll say they were all sinners. I believe they were all sinners according to the Word of God. And I believe that they recognized Jesus. The sinner recognizes Jesus but us church people, too many of us, have got too big for our britches till we don't give Jesus honor, glory, and praise. These fellows were afraid of Jesus. They recognized their sin, and they stood back in their place. Today we try to live in sin and work right into the house of God. We try to stand behind the pulpit. We try to sing songs. We try to work right along with a Christian group of people. We try to play both places. We Sometimes we're Samaritans. Amen. We don't think our sin, and let me tell you something, our sins will be shouted from the rooftop. Amen. If they ain't hollered out today, they might be tomorrow. 
Be sure our sins will find us out. Honey, I believe in a cleaned up living church. I believe glory to God in a cleaned up living preacher. I believe in a cleaned up living soul, glory to God. To be a light to a lost and dying world that we live in. We love and I love it as good as any song I've ever tried to sing. Amen. Let this little light of mine shine. Let it shine all over Low Gap. Let them see, glory to God, for the glory of God. And he said that they stood afar off in the 13th verse, and they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. I'm going to tell you, if you're in sin today, if you'll recognize your sin, Jesus done does. Amen. Everybody else done knows. Amen. They know where you're living at today. And he said, Jesus, have mercy on us. Jesus, have mercy on us. When we come to Jesus in that stage, I believe he'll save us there. I believe he'll take care of us there. <clears throat> Jesus, have the ten were standing afar off, eat up with leprosy. Can I tell you, I, I didn't have the outward appearance of leprosy, but I was eat up inside. I, I was tore down. My, my, my well-being, my pride, everything that I wanted to be was falling apart because of sin. Maybe some of you wasn't in sin that deep. But maybe because of sin, I was eat up. Can I tell you something else? I recognized it. I think the problem today, mama's telling the little girl she's all right. Wait till you get a little bit older. Or she's all right in sin. Go ahead and do that. God understands. I believe we're telling that little boy, go ahead and play around. You'll be all right. You don't have to go to church all the time. Hello? I'm telling us the truth, church. And they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. And when he saw them, he said unto them, Go show yourself unto the priest. And it came to pass that as they went, they were cleansed. Hear the word of God. Can I tell you, Jesus could have laid his hands on every one of them. He could have bowed down and prayed with every one of them or separately any way he wanted to do it. But you know what he done? He was a gentleman. Can I tell you, Jesus was a gentleman. He said he wasn't going to override the priest. Today we want to override the pastor. We want to override the authority. We want to do what we want. Come on, church. I'm just preaching us, and we ain't going to listen to what the preacher says. And if we ain't faithful, then we wonder why we're not blessed on down the road. I'm going to tell you, just like some of these fellows right here, the Bible said, were they not all cleansed? Were they not all cleansed? That's what the Bible said. Jesus didn't do it. He said, go to the priest, one of his men. You know what? We want to go seek out Jesus and beat the man down today. How did I hear the word? Man preached it. Man preached it to me. Man told me from the time I was a little boy. I was in some good home prayer meetings where the ladies taught and the ladies had prayer meetings. Don't get me wrong there. I heard the word from some of the ladies. But the man preached the word of God. The men stood on the word of God. They carried the King James Version. They didn't back up. and They wasn't even written at that time. Some of these Bibles that they're carrying today and call them Bibles, they're just books. Honey, we need to stick with the word of God where the power of God is at. And I remember some of these that have been so good to me along the way. So many of them, and most of them are done dead. Most of them are done gone on. I remember some that tried to provoke me and some that tried to take me in another direction. 
I remember one of my best buddies went to Pennsylvania and got saved, and he came back Church of Christ. He came to my house with a bunch of literature and was going to change me over to the Church of Christ, Free Church of Christ. That's your business. It was my business. I satisfied with what I was. And I told him, I said, if, if that's all you've got to say, I said, you need to go back to Pennsylvania. I've got saved by the grace of God. I'm established in what I've got. I don't need your literature. You know, the Jehovah Witnesses, I don't need their literature. Neighbor, today they're pushy. They come in and we stand back and don't give them anything. Hello? I need to give us the Word. Let's read what the Word of God says. I'm going to read 14 again. And when he saw them, he said unto them, Go show yourself unto the priest. And it come to pass that as they went, they were cleansed. All they done was obeyed. How do you get cleansed today? Just obey the Word of God. How simple is that? Go show yourself to the priest. I don't believe they even got to the to the priest. I don't believe they even got there. The Bible said on their way they were cleansed. And one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back and with a loud voice glorified God. Only one, only one, when he looked and he seen, sin was gone. When he seen he was cleansed, when he seen he had obeyed God and all ten of them headed out to go to the priest. And just as he's going along the way, I don't know how far it was, but as he's going down the old dusty road, I'm sure, heading to the priest's office and he looked down, my Lord, my, my, I'm healed. Amen. My sins are going away. I'm not a drunk no more. I feel the presence of God. These things happening to me. He turned around right there. He said, there ain't no use to go on to the priest. He whirled around right then, and he went back and thanked the Lord. Amen. Give God praise, amen, amen. for what had happened to him. Glory. Glorified God because today, honey, listen, a young one just got saved. I told this sister, I seen in her face a total difference in her face. Her little Bentley. I was a little Emily. Give me one of them godly smiles like you're saved. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah, like I'm saved. There's Bentley. Amen. A godly smile. Amen. Because Jesus is in their heart. Right, brother. Amen. We need to exercise it. Yep. We need to exercise it. I take pride in being happy. I'm doing everything I can in taking pride in being healed. Amen. Praise God, my cane's in the car. I ain't walking with it today. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I take pride in what God does for me. How he keeps me together. It ain't me. I know where I was at. I can see me. I got a vision 54 years ago. That old house is burnt. I can see that commode. I can see me hanging around that commode without Jesus Christ. And I seen me turn loose of that and get up. Didn't really know what happened, that I had Jesus Christ. Amen. And I've grown a little bit ever since. Amen. Glory be unto God. I'm going to tell you where I found myself too. Got saved at home, but I found myself in the house of God. Amen. Didn't tell nobody till Wednesday night, and I tried to tell the church at Fairview, amen, the old Fairview church, that I'd got saved. And he said, And one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back, and went with a loud voice, went with a loud voice, 
glorifying God. My Lord, I'm a Baptist. I need to be quiet. I need to glorify God. I need to let people know that I've been saved by the marvelous grace of God. Don't need to be ashamed of it. Hey, I need to be able to say amen once in a while. How do we glorify God? I tell you, glorify God when you're out of God's will. Oh, my Lord. And he fell down on his face at his feet, giving him thanks. <coughs> and the Bible said that he was a Samaritan. Those that the Jews cast down, those that couldn't fit in under the law, when Jesus passed by, can I tell you the Samaritans could come in too. The sinners could come in too. There was nothing that we had to bring to make us worthy. There was nothing that we could do. The blood of Jesus Christ sanctified, cleansed us, made us cleansed, wiped away the leprosy that was eating us up, glory to God, dying and going to a devil's hell, and Jesus passed by. Praise his holy name. Mm. Give him thanks, and he was a Samaritan. And Jesus answering said, Were not, were there not ten cleansed? But were the nine? You think about that. Am I reading this scripture wrong, or was they not all cleansed? The Bible said their leprosy was healed. <coughs> Let me get a point across and I'll shut up shortly. I've seen it time and time again that a person have a problem, a great problem in their life, and they come and ask God into their life, and God fixes it for them. They're cleansed. I can take you to a boy's house right down low gaps, and his wife run around on him. She finally come back, and he got right out of church. Made a profession of faith. I can take you to a grave, and I talked to him in the cafe the last time I remember talking to him. Said he got saved, and I said, I've heard this. I run around with him years ago. I said, I want to talk to you. I don't know if you got saved. I'd seen right off he wasn't saved. He's trying to get his wife back. Too many times we go make a shallow profession and get cleansed. God cleans us up and opens the door and makes a way that we could go and get it done. I'm talking about with sickness, with many things in our life that God can touch. And when it's fixed, we go right back and don't give God praise. <laughs> Neighbors, listen to me, please. If God's done something for you, don't, don't forget to give Him praise. Maybe on the job it may be one specific person that you need to tell, but God will send you to somebody. God will let you let that out. Give him honor. Give him praise. I, I want to be this one old feller that looked down and said, my sins are gone. My leprosy is, is I'm cleansed. I'm healed. If I was able, I'd run out the back door. Glory be under God. 
Church, what God has done for us. Amen. Jennifer, it's been a it's been an uphill battle, and and heading towards a year last month. It's been an uphill battle, but God's been there for you, and you stayed in the house of God. God has sent you a, a what a red bird or or whatever. God sends you whatever you need. He said, "I am. I'll take care of it." And she's not the only one. One right after another. Scotty said, if I can just get, if I can just get to Mount Vernon Church, I believe I can get some help. I believe I can get some help. Oh, I wish my mind was back. Oh, I wish my mind was what it used to be. Think about it, church. I ain't bringing us out or pointing us out, but is our mind what it used to be? Everybody I know, Corona's changed them a little, one way or the other. They've got mad at somebody or somebody mad at them. But he said, were there not nine? In the 18th verse, and they are not found that are returned to give glory to God, save this stranger. This stranger. One that was without. One that was covered in sin. Didn't fit into the commonwealth of God. Didn't fit into the family of God. Eat up with sin. Standing off at a far distance. And here that stranger come. That one that was a stranger. And there he is. The 19th verse. And he said unto him. Arise. Go thy way. Thy faith hath made thee whole. For me, that's two parts. He said he was cleansed, and his faith what made him whole. I believe too many of us have been cleansed, and we've not kept the faith. He, he just said there another place that said, if you have the faith of grain of mustard seed, you can move mountains, be cast into the sea. It said that sycamore tree there, if we had the faith of a grain of mustard seed. So if we have faith, then we can be made whole. And what is faith? Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. That's, that's the book. Amen. So I've got to believe that God saved my soul. I've got two or three more verses and I'm going to quit. I promise you. And when he was demanded of the Pharisees, when the kingdom of God could come, he answered them and said, The kingdom of God cometh not with observation. You're not going to see the kingdom of God. You're not going to see so many of these things that you reach out and ask for. But he said, Neither shall they say, Lo here or lo there, for behold, the kingdom of God is within you. I've preached that before, I know. The kingdom of God is within you. So is the kingdom of God going to let us cuss? The Bible said, From the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So if the kingdom of God, so this is separation. If we're drinking alcohol, still committing fornication and adultery, the kingdom of God ain't in you. I don't care if you joined every church between here in California. The kingdom of God ain't in us. He said, I won't dwell in an unclean temple. He said, for us to come out from among the world and, and be a separated people. Let me read a couple more and I will quit, I promise you. Y'all believe that if you want to. <laughs> Amen. Jeremiah, 
23. Jeremiah 23. Two verses, and I promise you I'll quit. How soon we forget. <laughs> I was speaking with Zach's wife there. I told her me and Janet been married 63 years this month. She said, what's the recipe or the secret or what? And I said, for me to shut up and leave till she gets over it and I go back. <laughs> but we know what it is. It's God. It's God. I like to pick and carry on, but it's God that kept us. She was on her way out. Her clothes was done packed. She was done moving, but God, but God put it back. 39 and 40 of the 23rd chapter of Jeremiah. 23rd chapter of Jeremiah. Therefore, behold, I, even I, will utterly forget you. That's the Lord. God in heaven, he said, I will forget you, and I will forsake you, and the city that I gave you, and your fathers, and cast you out of my presence. And I will bring an everlasting reproach upon you, and a perpetual shame. You know what perpetual means? Don't never go away. Perpetual shame. You know what sin will do to you? It'll bring a perpetual shame upon you. It'll follow you every direction you go. Think about Israel ain't where they were when Jesus walked there. They're, they have backslid on God. You go back and speak to them again. But Israel's in trouble. They told me when I was there, pray for peace in Israel. Pray for peace in Israel. And I will bring an everlasting reproach upon you and a perpetual shame which shall not be forgotten. Which shall not be forgotten. Neighbors, when the temple was tore down and the children went down into Babylon, 70 years in captivity, neighbor, it's never been forgotten. It's always been remembered. It's been preached ever since. The trouble that it caused by falling away from God. How soon we forget. Can anybody raise their hand? I can't. And say that I'm as close to God as I was in 1968 when he saved my soul. I was loaded down with leprosy, sin, cares of this old world, and the Lord lifted them off of me, and I was free as a baby. And I've went back and picked up little by little by little. I've let my feelings get hurt. I've slowed down to keep from hurting other people. Don't preach as hard as I used to. Don't study like I one time did. Don't praise the Lord like I one time did. Before I started pastoring the church, I'd jump up and preach in the Alabama Mimic. I didn't care where it was at and who liked it. Scare me out. It didn't make no difference to me. What's wrong? Just 
track, y'all come on, get us far enough. Why ain't I where I used to be? Everybody here said God ain't changed. It's us. It's us. It's us. Stand. The altar's open. Come and pour our hearts out.